That's a good one, yeah. That saved you. Oof. Saved your bacon. Mm. Uh, I forgot about my uh, mantle of spell resistance. That might have actually helped. Yeah. My not, shield not much <laughs> on a wisdom save for a barbarian. <laughs> oh, be right back. Okay. I am back. Well, we'll stop smack talking you then. Oh no, I enjoy being smack talking. <laughs>
my low DPS numbers are not my fault. <laughs> Fortunately, no one hired you for DPS. No, that, what was that? that? I missed that. What was that? Fortunately, no one hired you for DPS. <laughs> Our party needs DPS. Quick, somebody find a cleric. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, D DPS, hire a paladin. Or, or a battlemaster fighter. Mm-hmm. I don't know, my Tempest Clary had some really good moments once to maximize the thunder damage. Smacked a lot of like little demons out of the way. <laughs> Imagine if Elros was still alive. Hey, there is no right. way Elros would be alive by this point. Wow. Oh, no, no, but just imagine a 15th level Storm Sorcerer. Yeah, that can be big trouble. 15th level any pure casters, you know, which is, yeah. And I've used both 4th levels. <clears throat> Alright, I'm back too. I hope, um... Yeah, I don't, know, I don't know if everyone else is kicking. I see Jakus is still on mute. That's how we can... One way I can tell. No. No, there's a few of us here. Okay. I can like the, um... Like the uh, Annihilation, I think it's called, the movie. Yes. Yeah, awesome. <laughs> the books are fantastic as well. How old is it? Hmm? How old is it? Or is it a new one? The movie's last it's year, like I think. Old. Yeah, it's not super old at all. No. The books might be, I don't know, 90s at most. Like, They're pretty... Pretty recent. Yeah. The movie, movie came out during COVID because it was a straight to Netflix release. Oh, yeah, that's why I didn't hear about it. Yeah. Um, Very good, though. Yeah. All right, I'm going back into Chult. And we are back streaming again. And I guess we can get rid of the tense. The tension is diminished somewhat, so... Um, I'll get rid of the chase, crossing the chasm. Uh, just uh, read up on Google there. Uh, Annihilation came out on, in 2014. 14? Uh, wow. Well, I, I watched it two years ago. <laughs> I think I only watched it two years ago. <laughs> yeah. It sounds like something came up on Netflix's um, algorithm. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Okay. Netflix's um, algorithm found the movie two years ago. Yes. <laughs> I, th I thought it was straight to Netflix, though. But um, yeah. Oh, yeah. The, the book came out in 2014, but the movie was uh, two years ago. Oh, okay. Uh, there you go. All right. Um, so you dealt with three direwolves, um, made uneasy truce with three beings, and you are faced with this border a field it looks like it's just a skin it's not the, the doesn't encompass the whole area beyond um in the islands beyond but um you'd you'd have to walk through this sort of um 
shadowy barrier to get through. Um, at this point, um, it's enough time has gone past for everyone to do another um, check just against the ever-present um, effects of the Evergloom. I'll get everyone doing a... Now this is, uh, if you're a paladin, give your own bonus to it. Um, anyone else, don't roll with paladin bonuses because this is more an effect of prolonged exposure rather than any one particular time. Um, you just need a wisdom saving throw, please. Do I still get a Shall bad No. Can't do it for these ones. Not a spell. Um, ah, but a spell or magical effect. Uh, yes, we'll call it a magical effect. It's so it's. A, Does that mean I can reroll? Uh, no, you can't. Sorry, I'm Aww. not within thirty feet for the whole duration. Mm. <laughs> It's a bit strange with these sorts of things where there's clearly, a there's clearly a dice roll involved, but it's the sum of the continuous activity over the course of you know, an hour. Um, so Sharpie doesn't actually see you fail it. There's no single, single point when he can do it. For the same reason, that's why I don't usually give, um, let people do, what's the plus four cantrip? Um, guidance on something like a tracking check. Um, you can't follow someone for a day just casting guidance of them on every every six seconds. Um, but they're all useful in com combat sort of situations or most others. But any any case, how are we looking? Uh, let me jump back to the fun place of the chat. So Ash, you're okay. Oh, core. Oh, Sharpie. Oh my God. Riddle. Uh -oh. <laughs> <laughs> Oh my god. Okay. Alright. Only the paladins are remaining strong. Oh my god. Okay, let's start. Riddle, you're at the top. We have to spend some time in the kind of silence. Um, uh, where are we? Okay. Uh, Riddle, can you hear me? Yes, I can. Okay. So what's happened is this Evergloom um, sapping your joie de vie, your mojo, um, is causing you to just not forget who you are. You might remember that you cert, you know, used to be a certain way, but you're not anymore. Um, yep. Can you jump to your flaws, traits? Yep, I've got you've it got, in front of me. Got them up. Okay. Um, and um, so what have you, what have you got? What's, what's in there? Just, you don't have to read the whole thing out, but... What's your is there four things that you've got listed there? I've got uh, I've got something for basically personality traits, ideals, uh, flaws. Um, uh, I think my ideals are fairness and aspiration. I'm determined to make something of myself, and I never target people who can't afford to lose a f few coins. Okay. So, so so just read read the the first thing is. Um, what was it? Faults. Uh, I've got flaws as well. I can't resist swindling people who are okay. more powerful than okay. me. Okay. So flaws. What's the next one? Uh, I think I am much smarter than I actually am. Is that another <laughs> another flaw? A so flaw. Yeah. Okay. So how many? What What I needed you to do is basically randomly roll one of those things and just go through all the way through the list and and, okay. and determine one.
I'm just calling up D&D Beyond because then I can see what we're talking about here. Collections, campaigns, mm, Choltengar, and Riddle View. I'm just trying to get a handle on what you mean by there's, there's lots of different... Is that in Features and Traits? Yep. Uh, Fay Presence. Oh, no. No. I've got a few options. That's what I was getting out. Des description. Oh, there we go. Personality Traits. It's in Description. Yeah. Okay. So you've got 1, 2, 3, 4, 5, 6, 7, 8, 9, 10. Easy. Roll a d10 for me. I'll do that quickly on the... Yep. Four. Okay, one, two, three, four. I'm slow to trust, but very loyal to those who I do trust. Trust. So that that personality trait um, no longer exists for you. You've lo lost an aspect of your personality. Okay. So one thing is... Um, you might be more trustworthy of strangers, but also that loyal, that fierce loyalty to your those close to you um, is not as strong. Is, is yeah. not as strong either. This is what this thing is. It sort of mutes down everything. Yeah. And so you could put keeper in your thing and just put um, uh, lost in Shadowfell in brackets next to it or something if you want yep. in, in your in your character sheet. Yep. I'll do that now. Okay. And I'll jump back to everyone else. Yep. Um. One sec. Okay, for everyone else, um, let's see who was next. There was uh, Riddle and then Sharpie. So for everyone else who failed, if you can just call, just go to your character sheets to call up your personality traits. I think they're in D and D Beyond there, and I'll bring Riddle back, and then I'll come back in. Okay, Sharpie, you should uh, hear me now. It's just us. Yep, got it. And I've got, got into D&D Beyond. Um, okay, and under description, I think it is. Oh, great. Okay, so personality traits. One, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine. So if you roll a D10 and just re-roll zeros, um, one of these aspects of your personality is... is Either gone or muted or, or forgotten. Nine. Nine. Okay, so actually you lose one of your flaws. Um, my tribe worshipped Malar and I still have the god symbol scarred into my cheek. That doesn't make a whole bunch of sense. No, because it's not an aspect of your personality that you forget. In, in what way is that a flaw for you? Just uh, because Malar is a chaotic evil god and generally not liked by anybody. Mm. And do you still worship Malar? Is that no? I I got rid of that. From that? Okay. Turned from that in middle of the All ice right. window. So I'm happy for you to roll again, so you've got something to actually role play. Or we could have that you um, are ambivalent. The scar disappears. The scar disappears, and you are ambivalent towards Malar. Um, neither. You know, turning from him or worshipping him either. Okay, let's that, do that. That, can, that, can, that, that still keeps things to what you rolled. 
Mm-hmm. Sure. Okay. Um, in that case, so that was cool. Uh, oh, I see. Okay, so then it was... Core was the other one. All right, I'll move you back and I'll move Core in. Thanks. Okay, Core, can you hear me? We've got your character sheet up in D&D Beyond. And if we look in description, you've got your personality traits, one, two of those, two ideals, a bond and a flaw. So one, two, three, four... Ah, oh, easy. Five, six. Can you roll a d6 for me and tell me what you roll? Uh, yes. A four. Okay, one, two, three, four. Might. Um, so that ideal of the strongest are meant to rule. Um, and so that that aspect of your personality is no longer there. You don't really value that as much. You're going to be juicing up on the creatine um, <laughs> and, and and value might as much as you you have. Uh, it's, it's not the opposite. You haven't you don't hate it or anything like that. But um, or might is is not necessarily just strongest, but um, you, uh, depends on how you interpret it. But yeah, whatever that is, you, yeah, yeah, you can or what you can edit that in your character sheet to show that it was once there. And that it was uh, lost to Shadowfell, despair or ev- evergloom. It may not be something that shows up in the um, in roleplay that much, um, but it's still there. And one of the one of the scars of the adventure, out, out, outlasting this this campaign. Yeah. Perfect. Uh, yeah, I added that journal. Okay. All right. We'll move us. I'll move us both back then. Okay, so we're all we're all back. Um, you're standing before this field. Um, you, you're all a little despondent. You've been walking through the Shadowfell for a few hours now since the last encounter. And um, let's see, Aragon and Ash Louise. Um, you both notice as you're walking along that Sharpie's scar is. Not there. He's not scarred. There's no scar on his face. He had three claw marks at one stage, like since you've ever known him from level one. <laughs> oh boy. Um, you may not care, but um, it's just something a little bit odd. Um, uh, yeah. do, do I uh, do I sense that there has been like you know sinister magic? you know, oppressive magic upon us, or upon my party members then. Uh, you can roll a religion or an arcana for me, Ash. Okay. Your call. <laughs> it's like, you know, pe- tattoos switching people, like, shimmering. It really is annihilation. <laughs> yeah. Corrupted things. Hellhounds that breathe black tentacles. How'd you go? Uh, fine. I came. Uh, I'll, I'll do religion. Okay. 
Ugh. Here we go. Ooh, that's just that's not bad. Nat a dirty 20. Oh, happy days. Okay. So from your religious learnings, uh, you're familiar enough with the Shadowfell to know um, uh, one of the... where the Feywild is a mirror image of the Shadowfell. Um, the Feywild of light and laughter and enjoyment and excess. Uh, the Shadowfell is the opposite. And the Raven Queen, at least the... maybe not the Raven Queen who rules the Shadowfell, um, amongst other beings that may dwell there. Um, you eventually forget yourself, but it's not so much of an intellectual thing, it's more of a the core of your personality. And um, this is what you would attribute to what's happening while you're being here. Um, maybe that's also why the Shadokai spend so much energy trying to um, just maintain something to, to, to remind them that they're alive. And so I guess to, to cut a long story short for you, you don't sense any particular malicious attack or anything. This is just the nature of, of being here. And you, you would probably think that if you stay here long enough or you, you lose the, any abilities to um, help each other out and, and thwart this, you may all become like the um, living zombies below. I'd like to just sort of sidle up to Jakus and quite casually go, um, Dear Jakus, oh, you know, you've displayed your prowess in battle so many times in the months, you know, I've known you. Could you remind me of the story of how you got that uh, scar on your face? Oh, that's Sharpie. Oh, sorry. That's Sharpie. Sharpie overhears this and goes, Hmm. I thought that was Jakus. What? I, swear you I, I know it's it's we're we're very hard to tell apart. Twins yeah. almost. Yeah, Danny right, Devito, yeah, Danny DeVito and Arnold Schwarzenegger come to mind. Um, he just looks at you and goes, "What's go? What's go? You know the scar on your face from the fight of the thing." <laughs> he doesn't seem to uh, recall Ash. Just. Looks at you blankly. Yeah. <laughs> I just lay a reassuring pat on him and uh, cast remove curse. <laughs> Does that reverse the effect? Um, now, remove curse. What level spell is that? It is a third level, but it just says uh, at your touch, all curses end, basically. <laughs> On one creature. I'm just checking. Um, yes, it does. And Sharpie, you recover. Sharpie screams as his, the scars kind of etch the yeah. re etch themselves back <laughs> on his face. You're welcome. <laughs> <laughs> and he, and he, <laughs> he says, Mala! Oh, no! Ah. <laughs> He just kind of looks at Ash goes, I'm not sure if that was a good thing or not. <laughs> and then kind of just shrugs and, you know, rubs his fingers on his face. Ash, what did you do to, to Sharpie's face? <laughs> I, I didn't do anything. I, I did him a favor. That's what I did. <laughs> <laughs> All right. 
some some kind of remove curse you got yourself there. Um, okay, everyone's all looking at you a little bit uh, askance there. A bit of side eye going on, Ash. Um, <laughs> but uh, back to back to business. Um, what are what are you doing with this this bridge? I'm going to continue forward. Okay. Could we summon anything or send it on ahead, maybe? What do you make of the area ahead, Sharpie? Uh, Sharpie is in the process of looking at that. Mm -hmm. And so this field, what is it? You can, you can roll an arcana on it. Sharpie, if you wish. Uh, Sharpie will take his 24. Okay. You're fairly confident that this is a boundary between sort of either domains or demi-planes, um, a demarcation of where you might travel from one realm to another. There's some, some worlds um, where you don't sort of plane shift or step through a door or whatnot, but they're actually adjacent and next to each other. Um, but there's some sort of not physical boundary, but 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 there's there's a, a tangible boundary between them. Right, and this is fairly close to this Shavalax, the light we think is Shavalak. Oh, this is halfway across the bridge to go to the island where the glow is coming from. Right, so this could easily be the barrow boundary to his demi-plane yes all right uh sharpie will say that okay good enough for me riddle walks forward straight into it okay you make a riddle size hole momentarily in the wall um and then the the shadows sort of swarm like like an oil slick on water to fill the gap that you've just made and you find riddle uh, we've actually got a little fence here so we'll use that uh, Riddle, you're on the other side. Cor, you were about to march through until sort of Sharpie yeah. was doing Arcana. And you get through fine as well. Riddle and Cor. Oh, how about Sharpie, you've done one of those dice rolls for your um, uh, psychic thing to talk to the, the Shadow Kai. Um, mm -hmm. uh, you don't have any connection up with anyone else right now? Uh, connection with all, all the party, yes. Okay, all right. Psychic powers. Okay. So how long does that... Do you have enough to connect to everybody? Uh, hang on, how many people do we have currently? Because I think you have to roll a number of hours and there's not that many hours in the day. Uh, I spend multiple psychic points to renew. Okay. So basically I've just said I spend two psychic points and that covers most of the day that we're not sleeping. Oh, does it? Okay. All right. If you're confident that that's going to cover the hours... Um, or just roll them offline. That's that's fine. Yep, we'll do. Um, and yeah, so you've got. It just means you've got telepathic contact with Riddle and Core. And as they walk through, you lose that contact. That's what I was asking. Yep. No worries. And we might put. Uh, yeah. So you lose the con lose the contact there. Um, but you've still got contact with everyone else. Uh, Riddle. Um, 
Okay. It's remember I said it was feeling quite cool where you were. Um, as soon as you step through this this field, it becomes humid. There's still that sort of shadow ever gloom weight on your shoulders, but um, but it's absolutely humid and muggy and that horrible deep in the jungle sort of um, swelter. Yeah. Yeah. It's making my fur weird. Yes. Yeah. Go all frizzy. <laughs> um, and you can see a little bit clearer now. There's not that sort of um, perpetual sort of shadowy gloom. It's a bit clearer here. And you can see a large island in the distance. Um, it looks like it's surrounded by vegetation on the border. But it, the slope rises fairly steeply, fairly quickly. And then um, it plateaus and it's all built up area with walls. There's a large sort of fortification at the end of the bridge. Can um, we see their silhouettes uh, through this field? You can see them on the other side chatting and talking to one another and pointing off into the distance. Well, I'll step on through as well. Yep. Okay. Same thing happens, uh, Sharpie, where you lose contact with. Yep. With Sharpie, you'll wander through. Okay. When you do, you lose contact with the other three. Um, and uh, it'll take re uh, reconnecting. Yeah, I'll wait till they obviously yeah, come okay. through. So I assume everyone else comes through, and the same thing happens. And you now all find yourselves in that that um, sw sweltering heat. And just so you know, I don't have contact with Masika because I can only do five people. Okay, all right. So Masika's out of it for now. Um, okay, you find that your light. Uh, probably the mole will give this away is half distance and um, and and if a bright light becomes dim so same effect there it seems like you're still in the shadow fell or in a in a in a, a realm of the shadow fell think of Ravenloft where there's many domains it's the same with the Feywild it's the same with the shadow fell Um, and yeah, beyond, beyond you, it looks like there's water in all directions apart from at the end of this bridge. I've got to trudge forward across the bridge. Okay. You head across to the bridge and, um, you can see uh, the whole island is ringed in um, high walls, but there's a gate at the front. And let's see, um, Sharpie and Core, can you do a... Hmm. Just a straight intelligence roll for me. 
just moving back to back to party marching order. Oh, nineteen. What? Okay. All right. So, um, core. Oh, what's the new psychic connection there? Oh, that's your intelligence roll there. Okay. Yeah, new psychic connection is just the hours for the new psychic. Oh, I see. I see. That was the the six. Okay. Cool. Um, Okay, you're not too sure. Um, It looks Cholton, the architecture, and uh, you hear a gasp from a seeker up back. And she says... By the great deceiver himself, it's Mesro. And for those of you who've been to Mesro, um, you might recognise these walls now that Masika points it out. When you, but last time you paddled boats up and then and then scaled the walls. This is above water level. What do you want to do? Just heading on in. Are the gates open? Um, they are, yes. Let us walk through the gates. Okay. Yes. Okay. Um, uh, as you approach, um, you see runes on a, a plinth. Looks like they're written in ancient Chalton. Um, and Masika frowns at this and, there's, and says that um, this is not a signpost that says um, Mesro. It now says Irunji, the Shade Walk. I'll put that into the chat for you. But there's still a maze, uh, a symbol, much like Abtal's symbol. Um, odd. Irunji. So is there like a a maze itself sketched on there or is it just Yeah there is. There's a symbol there's like a symbol and it's and you can when you look up closer, um, it's an incredibly um, detailed uh, maze. Anyone got a piece of paper and some charcoal? I got a hunch this is going to come in handy later. I'm sure someone probably does, but. Um... Ooh, I may have incense. No. <laughs> <laughs> maybe not. Um, Sharpie has books and quills and stuff. Okay. Got a torch, I can just light it and make some charcoal. Probably take a while though. Yeah. All right, you can fashion something. It's not great because you're just doing homemade charcoal and um, yeah, t- tearing a page out of a book or, or whatnot. Uh, but you can take a, a rubbing to that might help you. You know, better safe than sorry. Yeah. Okay. Any plans about heading true here, barring see where we end up? 
if this is uh, anything like the place before the metro before mm. might be uh, a best a safe assumption to try for the center yep Sharpie, you spot something either side of the of the gateway um, there's um, as you as you remember in Mesro, there's lots of carvings and ornate um, decoration, bas relief in the walls. Uh, but either side of this gate, there's two enormous um, inscriptions of warriors. All right, cast detect magic and check see if this. Well, actually, first to investigate to see if they're like traps or something, if they've got yep. information, yep. and then okay. cast detect magic. Do an investigation for me. Okay. Uh, you can see that the indentation, uh, the grooves around the two figures are deeper than those around um, etched into the rest of the stone. And indeed, the two figures do radiate enchantment magic quite strong. All right. Can Sharpie try and dis disarm them or figure out if there's some way to stop them coming alive or what would make them come alive? Um, you can roll a Icona for that. Before. Oh, and then that's a natural 20. Um, okay, so you believe these are probably um, creations, golems, and um, they're often set in places to protect areas. They're protectors or defenders, and um, there's usually some phrase or triggering action that would cause them to awaken an attack. Um, but there's no way of knowing what the particular phrase is for whoever created these. Hmm. So I have no idea if they've got an action, like if I took, if they've got an order, they could have an order if we walk across the threshold to attack. It could be, yeah. So much, yeah, so you know it's much like a glyph of warding where when you create it, you also create some sort of condition for when they will do something uh, or like a readied action of your own in combat. Um, but you don't know what that can, you can't tell what the condition is. is. Yep, I'll pass that along to everyone else and we'll try climb the wall somewhere else, see if that works. But I'd okay. be surprised if they didn't attack when we walked in here. Yep. Okay. Just gonna see about another. A gate of some sort. I think I've got one. Moving everyone to a new map. Um, you go to climb the wall. 
Um, Sharpie, do you want to do a climbing check for me? It's quite easy. You can roll it with advantage, but it's it's, a, it's athletics. You're holding yourself up. Twenty-four. Okay. I'm just going to drag us over so that you can see. Oh, can you see it resolving? Ah, uh, yeah, I've got. I can see the whole map. Yeah, that's okay. That's that's fine. Okay, so you're off over to the side here. You're just climbing up this wall. Um, and once you get about 10 feet off the ground, um, indeed, to everyone's horror, the, um, the statues do indeed step out of their, of their grooves, uh, take on solid form rather than being sort of two-dimensional pictures, and they're armed with these large stone clubs. If we're going to trigger them, shall we get ready? <laughs> bit late now. Yeah. Chance to speak up was about five minutes ago. Yeah. Um, <laughs> I'll get yourselves to get yourselves to put yourselves in the um, initiative order. I've cleared it out. Core twenty three, Jackus eight. You were eight before, I think. Jackus twenty two, Sharpie nine, Riddle. I think we're all there. Oh, I'm a seeker. I'll, I forgot. No, to, I, forgot. I forgot to even. No, I forgot. Here we go. Oh, good. So we're all set. Okay. So these things emerge, um, looking, uh, looking angry. Jackals, are you astride ice at this stage? Ah, uh, yep. I'm just getting everyone into an actual square again. Okay, good. In that case, um, so in that case, I'm just going to make you bigger. That's all. Sure. Um, okay. Yeah. However, Aragon, you're top of the pops with 23. Oh, hang on. What's your because calls on 23 as well. What's your two respective dexterities? I mean, 14. okay. All right, it's core. It's up to you. What do you want to do? Oh, okay. Uh... This is a wall or a fence or something in front of me? Oh, or? yeah, it's a fence. Right. Cost you about five foot to, uh, to just to hop over it. Actually, just run around. Yep. And I'm just going to swing at him with the old binder, but I am doing it as a booming blade. Oh, okay. All right. Fourteen to hit. Okay, fourteen hits. Oh no, fourteen misses. Sorry, you do sort of hit it, Ooh. but it's just, but it's not effective. It clangs off the um, off the stone. Right, as it clangs off the stone, I'm gonna look up at it. Crap, and get angry and go <laughs> okay. ahead and bonus action rage now. <laughs> okay, bonus action rage, Aragon. Uh, I'm going to walk around this fence as well. Okay. To to this one here. Yes. Uh, as I'm walking up, I'm casting thunderous smite as a bonus action. Okay. Um, 
and then I'm going to hit, try and hit him. Okay, roll to hit. Twenty nine to hit. Twenty nine hits. Uh, fifteen from the sword and must make a DC 18 strength save uh, for the thunderous smite. It fails that. Cool, cool. Um, It must succeed on a strength saving throw or be pushed 10 feet away from you and knocked prone. Okay, so it's knocked prone, and, but it, but I won't move it back because core's in the way. Yep. Uh, it also takes uh, 2d6 damage, which was 6 thunder okay. damage. Okay. It takes the full thunder and it takes the full damage from your sword. Um, so what's, what's the total damage? Uh, total damage is 21. Nice one. Okay, do you have a second and attack? I do have a second attack. Okay. I'm a class 15 misses. 15 misses. Yeah. Cool. <clears throat> That's fine. Okay. And the bonus is gone. So, um, Sharpie, you're clinging to the wall 10 feet up. You're about level with this thing's head. Uh, well, it's on the floor now, so I'm going to drop down. Okay. Well, down you go. No problem. Uh, and, well, since it's there, I will attack with advantage. Advantage because it's prone? Correct. Oh, you're going to melee it? Yes, okay. that's why I'm dropping down. Yep, yep. sure. Okay. Uh, I'm just going to reroll that one in case there's a crit handy. And there is a crit handy. Oh, I nice crit. one. Okay, so you crit. Double everything. <laughs> well, all your dice. <clears throat> <clears throat> okay, that's 37, 43, 44. Wow. Um, awesome. Okay, big big blow and it sort of shakes its head. And uh, it probably doesn't say anything. It's a golem, but it, sh- it shakes its head as if it's got something inside its head that it doesn't like. Is that you done, Sharpie? That's me done. Okay. Um... Uh, Masika hops over the fence and goes slash, slash, slash. Attacking this thing three times. One misses, one misses, and another one does a crit. Um, And she does... Yeah, some damage to it. Uh, Let's see. Okay. Um, It goes... These guys go. Okay, so first one on the seeker. Two hits. Doing 33 damage in total. Um, Slamming, bludgeoning attacks. This one that's prone stands up. And we've got a D6 to do. One, two, it's Aragon. Three, four, it's Core. Five, six, it's Sharpie. Oh, crikey. Okay, Sharpie, this thing strikes at you. Hitting armor class 12. 
that misses. Tries nice. again and hits a natural 20. <clears throat> and that's going to do... Um, 27 damage. All right, I'll use my uncanny dodge for half, so that's... Does that, use, you, does that use your reaction? It does, yes. You didn't use your reaction to re-roll your nope. one? No, that's only if I get other people to re-roll a one. Oh, okay. All right. Cool. Okay, in that case, you halve that. And Riddle, what do you want to do? You're up the back there. Um, I am going to... To heal... Okay. Forward a little bit, so I can uh, definitely got a clear line of sight on the one. Of, um, yeah, do you did before? They're ten feet tall, pretty tall. Yeah, okay. I'm just trying to choose which one. Okay. Uh, my Malika, I'm going to the one in front of her. I'm going to cast Polymorph. Oh, okay. Uh, wisdom save nineteen, or it turns into a rat. Okay. Okay, it's going to have advantage against that, so I'm just rolling twice. Uh, 19, is it? Yep. Okay, it shrinks down and turns into a rat. It stays like that for an hour as long as no one hits it. Okay, all right. Uh, we'll move on um, into Jakus while he's having action. While we're doing that, um, Riddle, can you just, make, just check your polymorph and make sure it can affect constructs? Sometimes they say... You cast it on one target, blah, 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 blah you know. And... Oh, it's a creature. Yep, that's fine. It's a creature. Yep. Okay, um, good. Jakus. All right, is the construct to the north still down? They're all standing now. Oh, okay. All right, I'm going to move here. Okay. And then I'm going to attack this one. Okay. With, uh, if it hits, I'm going to trip attack. Okay. And these are constructs, right? Yes. Nice. Mace of Smiting, finally. Uh, finally, you gotta use it. <laughs> uh, 29. So he has to do a DC 18 strength. Uh, strength save or be prone. Okay, it fails that, so it's knocked down. How much damage does it take from that? Uh, 20. Okay. And now uh, you get second. advantage. Second attack. Another 29. Okay, that also hits. I'm gonna do a level 1 Divine Smite. Okay. Unload. Oh, just a, a 17. 17 damage in total. Yep. And then bonus action with Trauma. Okay. Now, Trauma, you smash into it, and um, these things are resistant to uh, non-magical attacks. Oh, it's it's magical because of my gloves. Uh, they're gauntlets. Oh, I see. Yeah, yeah. Okay. I was just going to say uh, they're immune to um, non-magical weapons unless they're adamantine, which your hammer is anyway. Yeah, all right. So uh, another 21 damage. Uh, okay. What's with the... Boom, boom, boom. Okay, this thing's got huge chunks of stone and cracks all through it. 
And that's your turn, and it's Ash Louise. I will... Oh, actually, do I go for a Toll the Dead? Uh, I will do a Sacred Flame on this the top one. Okay. Just to make a deck okay. save. Deck save, and deck that's, save. that's the one that's most damaged. And, mm -hmm. it and it fails. Oh, brilliant. So that is 48 radiant damage. 22 radiant damage. Nice one. And as a bonus action, I will create a spiritual weapon just next to Masika and it will slash away at the other one. Oh, nat one. So that's a miss. Okay. <laughs> I'm just bring, bringing your spiritual weapon out there. Oh, the one that Masika's fighting to the south. Uninjured. Yep. Uninjured. Uh, which which is also currently a rat. Oh, it is, isn't it? Okay. Oh, is it? Yeah. Never mind yep. <laughs> It missed anyway. <laughs> I'm just going shrink to shrink him down. Um, I'm happy to, for you to put your sword up on the top one. Still missing, but then you don't have to move it next turn if you don't want. Sure. I mean, it probably won't be around next turn. <laughs> yeah. Um, core. Mr. Rage. Yeah. Yep, I forgot to roll on the wild table last turn. Okay. Uh, the effect that occurred was shadowy tendrils lash around me. Each creature of my choice must make a concept. Oh, okay. It fails with a 10, I presume. DC would have been uh, CS17 right now. And what happens when it gets... Uh, it takes 1d12 necrotic, which is 1. <laughs> okay. Still takes it? Yep. And what do you uh, want to do this turn? I am going to... Was, that, was he prone there at the moment? He is now, yep. Yep. Perfect. I'll just make two attacks on him with advantage <laughs> while raging. Okay. Yeah, 25 and a 24. Both hit. So for the first one, total of 10 damage, and the second, 14. Okay, it's not quite dead, but it's a whisker away. Is that the end for you, Core? Uh, yep, that's my turn. Okay, Aragon. I'm going to attack it as well. Okay, roll hit. Twenty-four. Twenty-four hits. And uh, total damage was fourteen. So okay. it crumbles into uh, gravel, and um, you're faced with rubble and a, and a destroyed golem. Sharpie. Uh, Sorry, before we move on. Um. Looking around down here, uh, seeing the rat in place of the the um, golem, I'm gonna go. I may leave that alone. Yep. Okay. Sharp, <laughs> sharpie. Uh, sharpie is going to move down to here. Bonus action dash, 
He's just going to take a bag out of his pouch of holding and try and stuff this rat into a sack. Okay. All right. Roll to hit. Yo, what have I got? Uh, don't roll to hit. Roll um, an athletics. It's a grapple. Okay. 24. All, All right. right. You grab the rat. It's a slippery yeah. little sucker. It rolled 18, but it doesn't get plus six. Excellent. Right, well, I stuff it into a sack. Okay. You have a stone golem rat in a sack. And it's squeaking away trying to get out, but, but cannot. At least not in the short term. All right. Uh, it's my turn. Okay. We're out of combat, guys. Very tidy. <laughs> So I vote for we put the bag on the floor and walk away. We've got an hour to get as far as we can. <laughs> Sounds I mean, if you just if the if the bulky lads just surround it, you know, you could dump it out. They could all take one whack, and that would be the end of it, surely. I like red. Like red well, might be for the best. Don't know if it'll haunt us when it. Eventually, yeah. Riddle, do you want to tell them what happens with polymorph when you kill the polymorph creature? Uh, it, I just let you guys know that if you even poke it or kill it in this form, it's going to turn right back into a golem and you have to get it at full health. Oh, yes, I'm aware. It's just that the. the oh. Maybe if I fly, I, I can pick it up, drop it in a, like a chimney or something. I don't know. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Actually, you could Sharpie's going to take his lantern it. out, and you know, it's because the lantern's sealed. Mm -hmm. Just take the wick out and put the rat in the lantern. Okay. Um, oh, um, so it's basically it can't chew its way out or anything. So we now just have a rat in a box. Okay. A very fancy. For an box. hour. Because at the end of the hour, it goes back to being a golem either way. That's cool. All right. Um, it'll take another athletics check for you to try and grapple it again. It's just like when you try and grab a cat out of a bag. But um, I'll give you advantage because it's at a disadvantage because it's already in a bag. 19. I'm really good at the athletics. Okay, you grab it and put it inside the lantern um, glass you know, area and manage to pop the lid back down so you can see this as it starts to scratch against the sides of the glass. And then run to the other side, and run to the other side, trying to get its way out, but it can't. Okay. Where to from here? Sharpie will leave the lantern here. Oh, okay. All right. So leave the lantern here. rest of you um, head on inside. Okay. Yep. The door, the, yep. the gate is open. Um, <clears throat> beyond the gates, there's an assortment of stone huts, uh, buildings, and a myriad of shapes. It looks very much like Mesro uh, did um, in terms of the architecture and layout and so on. It looks like there's some sort of um, uh, magically constructed stone walls that join some of the buildings together. Uh, forming a maze of some sort and so that there's a couple of ways you can go left or right or straight ahead 
and after a while looking down that street there's it turns again um, uh, but there's a bit of a clearing at the start um, in the, the the open area and um, <clears throat> there's some um, crowds of people making their way to and from being about their business um, to and from the buildings within all different races um, tabaxi humans elves and half elves mostly human looking Cholton from their heritage there's a putrid smell lingers in the air um, and uh, looking at them a bit more carefully um, or, or closely the people who are coming and going look like Mesroan in a population however they all appear sickly uh, with greying skin much like the Shadokai have that sort of grey skin um, they're dressed mostly in plain black and grey cloth and leathers uh, leached, leached of all colour Sorry, I missed that. Riddle? <clears throat> Do these people seem to be paying attention to us? Um, yeah, they're not just automatons, um, but they're not, they don't seem interested of you, in you at all. So, yeah, the general population of Mesro seems to be here. The city's, you know, lifted as is and they're, they're being about their business. Um, maybe walking a bit slowly than others might. Even kids playing in the street are sort of just casually rolling rocks like dice or marbles, things like that, but um, not with any real enthusiasm. <clears throat> So guys, where do we want to head? Is this the... Is this Mesro? Yeah, it looks like you're, yeah, in, looks you're, like you're, in, looks like you're in Mesro. But is... Given a, my Dirty 20 Arcana, like, is this the actual Mesro that's been shunted in here? Or is this, like, the Shadowfell's just kind of copy of Mesro? Or has Mesro been elsewhere but has been dragged here by, like, Chevrolet? It looks identical to the Mesro that you're in, although the Mesro that you're in was all dilapidated and in a, in a ruin as if it was um, weathered, whereas this place looks like it's been upkept um, and is intact. The buildings within it have been made into a maze by some sort of stony structures joining some of the buildings together forming long 30 foot wide passages roughly you know basically roads through the building but when you moved through Mesro last time you could fairly easily pick your way through um, <clears throat> uh, still remember it was slow going 
but um, uh, this is uh, Mesro turned into a maze. It looks like there's no quick or easy shortcuts getting around the place here. <clears throat> Pretty much at, um, um, with at the level of your uh, of the building height, there is that same oily, slick um, field. So there's sort of like you're almost like you're underground, even though there's there's um, twilight coming through the oil slick to light up very dimly the ground beneath you. Ash, this ashy, <laughs> ashy-skinned child, grubby, cut and dressed in rags, sort of slowly walks up to you. Oh, she will bend down and smile. Hello, little one. Okay. The child doesn't smile at you, but sort of acknowledges that you're looking, looking at it and 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 engaging, um, and just holds out a crumpled piece of something looks like parchment or whatnot i will take it and open open it okay um okay it uh the child sort of walks away just slowly back to a game of marbles a game of nonchalant marbles um it's got a, sim a single letter, like a, a rune inscribed on it. And you can see, looking around, there's, there's many banners and things, um, like addresses um, or symbols on, on banners hung over many of the doorways of the houses in the area. So what was that last bit on the doors of the houses? Ah, uh, there's, uh, there's runes on on banners above the doorways. Above the doorways. This seems like something for the wizard. Sort of like a Cholton form of heraldry. It's just like an address, right? So yeah, yeah. Oh, so we just we just need to find out where who sent this message. I see. Can you can we see an address that matches that rune? Um. Yeah, you can roll a perception for me to have a have a look about. There's no big, you know, um, figuring things out, so it's just a straight perception roll. Sure. Twenty-five. Ah, oh, okay, all right. Looking around, there's there's probably more than thirty buildings that you can see in the immediate vicinity, and you do see one a couple of houses back that has a banner that matches it. Just over there, Ash. Turn sharply. Ooh, well spotted. Sharpie's at the door over here. I will traipse over there. Okay. No, clearly wanted to speak to you, and Sharpie steps back. I go, you think so? I mean, surely the child just went off to the first person. I just like blithely. Um... <laughs> you were in the middle of the group, though. So clearly. 
Oh, you, you, you may be right, Archmage. Oh, Masika, do you need some healing? Ah, uh, yes, definitely. I uh, took massive blows from that, um, that golem. Hmm. Uh, seven plus her number of hit dice. Oh, okay. This I don't very, know how much this, this is very complex. Yeah. Or you could say, like, our level, but I don't know if she could be a different level to that's, us. That's so. fine. Okay. I've, she thanks you. Uh, and then I will knock on the door if every, I look, turn around, see if everyone's, like, happy, you know, where they are. Okay. Um, just in case <laughs> you paladins want to position yourselves however you want before I knock on this you know child's door oh, I'm good here I'm fine I just open it it's like black tentacles that you know grab and yeah. inside <laughs> alright <laughs> You knock on the door, the door opens, and a um, dwarf warrior of some sort in plate armor um, looks at you, looks around, looks a little bit surprised. Let's have a look. Just get him in there. Dwarves got a whole bunch bigger recently. I can't even see this one here. It's showing up for you quicker than me. Oh, there he is. All right, good. Another one will appear any minute now. Just a bit slower for me. And he says, come in. Oh, leave the wolf. All right. It is a little bit cramped. Um, it's, a, it's a fairly large building, but it's filled with crates and boxes, and there's a wooden long table decorated with various parchments and things. Um, is everyone going in? Yep. Sharp, you'll stay yep. outside and watch. Okay. Just outside the door. Oh, Jakus, you're enormous. There you go. Now you can move in. I assume you're just getting off the um, ice. Um, there's a an elf and a dwarf inside. The elf is dressed in travelling robes and the dwarf in metal armour. And uh, they greet you and say, oh, it's good to see people who haven't lost themselves. And the elf says, yes, uh, by what means did you, do you come here and for what purpose? They're speaking in common. Well, I was sent here to find and defeat Shavrilak, but I think now our purpose has become even larger than that, definitely. Mm. Mm. They, they both look at each other and said, we've spent weeks researching the people and the city uh, with the goal of freeing those bound by Shavrilak the Corrupter. I brighten up. And, and what have you discovered that may be of use? How, how can we best him? Mm. 
it's difficult. We've spent so long. Um, we've we've lost some of our number to the um, to Shavalak's encroachment. What we do know is, have you you spent any time in the Shadowfell proper? Uh, out of character, I don't think we've been here twenty four hours, have we? Uh, no, no, I don't think you've had a long rest here. I think we have actually. You've we spent a, you've spent at least a few hours here. You've you've travelled. Um, yeah, we we have not yet been here a day, but mm. we've already experienced its effects. It, it does act quickly, doesn't it? Yes, he says. Yes, the the effects of the Shadowfell is to to drain you of your your being. Uh, in shadow in 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 the Shadewalk, in Shadowfell's area, instead of being a a mindless husk, you become enthralled uh, willingly to Shavalak. It's a corrupting force rather than a malaise. Is there any way to protect yourself? Um, yes, I've, I've placed a ward on this building, a glyph, and it, uh, it has um, um, weakened the effects of, uh, of Shavalak's corruption and that's how we've been able to survive for so long and, and only making minor uh, journeys outside and then retreating back here. We journeyed to Cholt, it's clear that they're not, clearly they're not, they're not Cholton. We journeyed to Cholt to eliminate the source of the death curse, I don't know if you heard about that. Um, and after it ended, we continued exploring the jungles. And we, uh, we stumbled across a, uh, a shadow gate, uh, bringing us into the Shadowfell, and, and we ended up here while searching for a way out. Have any of your group been acting strangely? I mean, aside from Ash, like, <laughs> scouring people for life? Yes. Hmm. Well, um, <clears throat> there was more than two of us. We were a party of five at one stage, much like you. And uh, even within the first day, some of us began acting strangely and, and then just disappearing the following day. And it seems that uh, deeper in the city, um, there are secret passages that lead from this area into a shifting maze. The, the Lythene, the, the elf, says, uh, my brother Varga placed this ward on the, in the hopes of keeping everyone hidden. But Varga also vanished the day after, succumbing. And while the, the ward has held, it has, a, it has a limited duration, so... We were starting to despair. Would you be up to joining us? To go take the fight to whatever is, is at the centre of all this? Um, um. Can you roll a persuasion? Oh god, can anyone help me? Or 
You can do it with, adva with advantage. I assume somebody can chip in. Or if anyone else would like to make the check as well. Uh, let's see. That's the first row. Oh, so slow. And that's a 10. <laughs> um, they say, yes, we, we're willing we're willing to help, we want to help. Um, uh, we've, and, and as we said, we've been, we've been researching this for weeks. Um, the ward has only got a few days left. Um, but what we know of is that um, if we can make it to the centre of the maze, there's a um, spire within. We believe that's Shavalak's domain, that Shavalak's, um, where Shavalak can be found, the centre of their power. Um, and we have seen it from a distance. It looks like a tall, uh, glowing red, not with lava, but with some sort of deeper, deeper red energy. And it's drawing them from these floating shards that are chained to it. And um, uh, we believe that if we can get to the tower and make our way up and, and destroy these shards, each time we do so, we'll weaken Shovel Up before I find any final confrontation. Can you lead us to this uh, place? Well, um, we, can, we can go with you. And, and help, but um, uh, it's a shifting, it's a walls, walls shift and it's, um, it's pretty much a race trying to get to the center before you get blocked off. Can you just fly over it? No, it seems that there's a field. Um, we've, we haven't been able to do that and, we, and teleportation or movement magic doesn't seem to work here. Even things like, and Lythene says, I, I normally can cast Misty Step, um, even just a short duration, which I thought would get me past a wall, uh, but they, they don't work here. And while you can fly, uh, you can fly to the level of that oil slick above, um, but it doesn't, um, if you go through that, you find yourself back in the, in, in the Raven Queen's um, Raven Queen's realm. And while it, that oil slick can be, you can use it to get out, um, you then have to go back across the bridge to get back in. Oh, what kind of a timeline do you think we have to get through the maze? Oh, it might be a matter of hours. Okay. The other thing that um, the dwarf says uh, is, and Ash, you can probably tell that um, from the garb and the symbols and so on, that uh, the dwarf is actually a priest, not a warrior, or maybe a bit of both, considering the dwarven religion. Um, yeah, Bob Bovran Giant Beard. Um, 
and uh, they say that um, <clears throat> uh, my divination magics fail as well. While I can still act as a conduit, a channel for my, my God's divine might, um, I can't ask for answers or contact directly with any divination magics. But why do you think that is? Is it Shavalak or just the fact that we are in this realm? I think this realm, think this it, it may be Shavalak's intention or design on this, on the, on this demiplane, but some demiplanes are more um, prisons or, or, or more removed from the outer planes where some people's gods reside. So I don't know if defeating Shavalak will mean that um, divination magics will work again, but um, either way, um, divination's not available while well within this realm at least. What, what is your advice on our next course of action? Well, if you're willing to um, assault uh, on Shavalak's, the, the Blight, mm. assault the Blight Spire, um, you know, within a few hours, we might be able to make our way through the, the maze. Any idea what kind of resistance to expect? There's powerful undead we've encountered. Uh, defeated where we where we can, uh, we lost our two um, scouts to a uh, a um, dead beholder. Well, undead beholder. Mm. And there are other um, creatures within as well, more more native to the to the Shadowfell. Sorry, what's that, Jakus? Do you suggest we leave uh, soon if we want to assault this tower? Um, maybe we should consider a rest if we can. Sounds like something we should be fully prepared for. The um, the there's only a couple of days left on the on the ward, but um. Uh, we'll probably only have one fight with Shavalak if that's where we end up. Right, so we can take a rest before going there. They're looking to you, um, guy. Although they've got information, um, they look at. They seem to be looking to for the party for a bit of guidance. Who needs a rest? Because I, I actually don't, but if the if some of you need one, then... I can do with a short rest, maybe. Sharp is okay. Um, yeah, maybe a short rest. Okay. A long rest is uh, of, will get me polymorph back, but a short rest will do me if need be. Up to you guys. 
I think I'll just heal Masika a bit more, and then we we'll just short rest it out. Okay. Masika can, um, if you can heal, then that's great. Or, but if we take a short rest, she'll spend. Hit oh, that's true. That's fine then. Uh, I will use my last child divinity to uh, refresh everyone's temp HP and give temp HP to our new friends as well. Since okay. if we short rest, I get it back anyway. And how many is the uh, temporary hit points? 18. Okay. I'll just put them on Masika here. Okay. And where's the mage? There you are. Okay, has everyone got their, can, can spend any hit dice or do it, make all your adjustments for a short rest? You managed to have a short rest without being interrupted in any way. And then the party of nine goes heading off. <laughs> Do I? How powerful are these companions? I'm oh, sorry to interrupt you. Um, sorry. Well, they seem quite capable. Cool, cool. No way to really know until you see them in action, but. Uh, where are you, Lysine? Okay, so I think that's everyone. You can see the um, names there now too. Um, okay, so they take you over to uh, through the maze of of, um, of buildings, crawling over some um, some debris, some growing vines, and. Um, And they take you over to a, a uh, an unmarked section of wall. Um, Lythen says, I've witnessed others doing this. Um, Shadowkin, uh, we call them the lost, ones who've become thrall to, to, to the um, Shavalak, the corruptor. And um, Lythen says, here, I'll show you. And Lythene goes and holds up two hands and presses them on the wall and just holds them there. And after a few moments, um, a swirling portal appears, just filled with smoke and shadows, um, and says it'll stay open only for a few moments. Um, are we going through? Open her up. Yep. Let's go. Okay. All right. You um, step through and appear. Um, no, no 
untoward effects of stepping through, um, other than just a moment of disorientation. You step through and you appear in this long curving corridor. Now it um, looks like the, the magical uh, stone passageways um, are even more so here and smoothed out to form a, a more um, clearly a maze utilising buildings rather than buildings joined together to make a maze. So it's, there's more wall than there is buildings here. And you appear to be in a long curving corridor. It travels around corners to the north and south. The walls here are about 30 feet high and there's no ceiling, but there's a thick layer of that oily, uh, slick, um, slick mist. Alright, uh, these guys said they didn't know their way through the maze, or they did? Um, no, it shifts. We just need to yep. move and see and, so. and do as best we can. Sharp, you'll take point. Oh, yeah. Okay. Uh, I was going to say, I'm happy to take point unless someone else wanted. Yeah, if you put yourselves in marching order, that would be, be good. I'll stay behind Chucky if he wants to go. Okay, so we're in a in a marching order from left from left to right. Masika's up the back, I guess. Whoops, sorry, I grabbed everyone. Masika's up the back with Lythine. So th remember, they're thirty foot wide passages. You don't need to be. Um, oh, there we go. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Good. All right, we've got a marching order. Sharpie and Core, followed by Ash and Aragon, followed by Bovran and Riddle and Jakus, then Lythine and Masika up there, up the back. Okay. After it's shoot, I can't even choose a direction. Okay. Um, yeah, so north or south? Sharpie? Um. We don't know obey, so it's just basically picking at random. Yeah, it is. It is a bit. You can roll a d6, but tell me, tell me north or south first before you do. Ah, uh, we're going south. Okay, roll your d6. How'd you go? Two. Okay. All right. So you start wending your way and a, a long curve to the south actually gives you a bit of an indication how deep you are in because you can start to see um, all these Ubtal mazes you see are those round ones uh, with block offs every now and then. Um, let's see. Ooh, okay. 
Okay, you walk along, and um, strange sigils and markings uh, glowing line the walls of an area that you move through. And you see this creature sort of made of smoke, and it's just almost like a, an octopus might move under water with its legs walking on the ground, walking on the, on the seafloor. This creature seems to move with tendrils of smoke, so it walks on them. It's emitting soft whispers to itself and uh, looks at you. Hide. Looks curiously at you, Cor, because Sharpie seems to be invisible. I am looking curious back at him. Okay. I will show a picture of how it looks. Um, can you roll a perception check, Core? Two. Okay. No, you can't. Can't tell what it's um, anything about it, but it doesn't look hostile to you. Sharpie, you're you're hidden, but you can hear what it's saying as well. So, and you're one of the first two there. You can roll a um, perception as well. One moment. Twenty-eight. Oh, okay. You hear it whispering, um, and you can understand it after after, and it seems to be repeating to itself like a um, obsessed. In, it, in an obsession, and it's saying, to read the obscure, you must look for the obvious. And every now and then it glances at these glowing sigils on the wall. Uh, Sharp will pass it on telepathically. Okay. And he will take a look at the gifts of the walls, I guess. Okay. Can you do a investigation on the wall then? I'll post the what it's saying into the chat. Okay, you can um, investigating it with the twenty-four. Um, what you do notice is there are Chol while there are sigils, there's also some Cholton letters mixed in with them. And while you don't read Cholton, you can recognise a Cholton letter especially with a 24, and uh, Masika can easily read these the, the Chalton letters when you put them all together, uh, make a sentence in ancient Mesroan. Um, it says, unchain the stones to cripple the shadow. Again, I'll paste that. into the chat. And Sharpie, I'm keeping a... 
just a dot of, uh, just a track of your um, moves or, or decisions that you've made. Okay, um, from here, there's no left or right or anything, it's just straight on. Yeah, uh, his eyes out for hidden passages or concealed things, but other than that, yeah, no worries. Okay, so you carry on. Um, and I assume no one else, everyone's just following along, um, avoiding the creature or not interacting or what, whatever, but um, following Call and Sharpie's lead. Um, a little bit further on. You come to an area where there's a group of Shadowkin and they're just wandering this section of the maze. Um, uh, again, just looking pretty much at their own feet, hands in pockets, kicking rocks and things as they go, but walking sort of aimlessly, although as a group. One of them does look up at you, just noting your your approach. Anyone want to do or say anything? From here, you can go left or straight, Sharpie. And it looks like they're, they're milling around the, the junction. Uh, yeah, go left, but try and keep a distance from these things. Okay. Uh, doo -doo -doo. Anybody else as you move past? They look like they're going from the left way. And going to the uh, the straight way, but slowly. Just uh, continue along. Okay, um, Sharpie, can you roll a d6 for me? How'd you go? Four. Okay. <clears throat> Continuing on, circling again, this time uh, uh, it, it curves almost straight away, turns almost straight away and you end inside the um, a little bit tighter of a curve and you're going along And you come to a, a section that's pretty much straight and um, uh, about 90 feet long. The surfaces here are polished, so highly polished, you know how marble can be polished into almost a reflective shine. Um, so much so that you can see uh, your own reflections in the stone. 
Mm-hmm. And um, let's see, Sharpie. It looks like you can see reflections in the stone of other creatures. And it looks like they're looking towards you and poised to attack. Guys, something's wrong here. Sharpie gets ready to defend himself. Okay. Just, just, they're just well, looking at them, they're just crouched. What kind of creatures are they? Um, they look sort of like yourselves. Ooh. Is telepathy possible? I'll give it a shot. You don't connect it with anything, Shafi. Looks like your own reflection is about to attack you. Oh, that's, oh, fair. that's fair. That guy is a jerk. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm just gonna just to make it a little bit easier to know who's who. I know you're sort of traveling a little bit tighter than that. Just do this. Um, I'm going to cast a uh, bolstering magic on myself. Okay. And cautiously walk out. Okay, Jakus, your sh your own image um, lashes out at you, and. Um, Looks like it's trying to grasp you. Oh. Can I fight back? Um Yeah, sure. It rolls to hit you and um and hit summer class twenty six. Oh yep, that hits. Um When it grasps your arm it does uh you feel your mind being attacked. Almost as if you're you're damaging yourself, and you take twenty-seven psychic damage. Damn. Okay. Please tell me mine does bludgeoning damage. Ah. <laughs> you hear Masika cry out as well as her shadow lashes out at her. And Aragon, yours lashes out at you, but misses. Rita, what are you doing at this point? Um, I'd probably have a uh, spare out and just <laughs> hoping mine's don't, my, my reflection's not attacking me at this stage. Yep. Are you observing it to see what it's doing? Yeah. Yeah, okay. Yeah, it looks like it's poised to poised to attack you. Um, Sharpie, what are you do, doing at this stage? Sharpie casts invisibility. Okay. Sharpie goes invisible. Um, 
Um, what about core? You're next in. You're sort of leading the group. Are you standing still? Uh, are you continuing to move? Are you or are you doing anything else? Yeah, basically getting ready to dodge. Just going to actually rush forward. See if the okay. So so doing the dodge action, but and but then moving forward. So you go forward your thirty yep. feet or so. Okay. Um, everybody else. Uh, yep. Forty. Oh, 40 feet, yep. Um, Ash, you see Core sort of just looking defensive and moving off. Is he attacked? Um, well, I'm just trying to work out whether the group is all moving together or, or pausing. Well, if I'm next, I will try to move okay. with Core. Yep, okay. Um, Aragon? Yeah, same. I'll move up with Core. Okay. And keep him pace. Da, 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 da. So I'm just going to shuffle everyone along. Sharpie, you're hiding, but I you, you can, because you're a rogue, you can do that as a bonus action anyway if you want to move with the party. Uh, he's casting invisibility rather than moving. Oh, that's right. It was an invisibility, invisibility yeah. action. But you can still move regardless with, with everybody else. Uh, he's going to spend the turn checking his reflection first. Yes, uh, you don't seem to have one. Cool. Okay. Um, Aragon, your shadow, your, your image lashes out at you, um, hitting um class 27 this time. Yeah, doing, okay. Doing 27 psychic damage. And Jakus, yours also hits you, hitting arm class 25. Uh, uh, yep, that hits. Uh, 26, actually. Okay. Um, that's going to do 29 psychic damage. But it looks like while many of them are poised to, poised to strike, you know, it's, you know, like, I don't know, a line of pelicans and one dashes in and one doesn't, then they're not all doing it simultaneously. Um, Core, you're in the lead there. What are, are you leading everyone continuing on or? Yeah, I'm gonna keep going. Okay. Uh, does it look like there's any end to the uh, shiny floor? Uh, it looks point? like that there's, yeah, there is. About 60 feet away, there's an end to the shiny area. Just oh, riddle notice Sharpie doesn't. Of, uh, oh, dodging. That's all. Dodging and moving, yep. Uh, riddle, you, you can't tell because Sharpie's invisible, so you can't see him. So I wouldn't see his, if he's got a reflection. I'm assuming I will notice no reflection of him anywhere. Um, yeah, you wouldn't see his reflection either. Uh. Can Jakos uh, dash? Yep, you can. Uh, you can dash instead of dodge if that's what you want to do. Yeah, because I keep getting hit anyway, so I'm just gonna try to get out as fast as yep. I can. Okay. All right. So I just need to know who's dashing, who's dodging. Jakos, I'm just gonna put you up the. F Is anyone else dashing? Aragon is yep. gonna dash. Okay. All right, S 
and cause dashing too. All right, so we've got a, all the all the muscle, <laughs> raise us off, <laughs> ah! arms flailing like came at the frog, um, <laughs> and let's see. Okay, number four, Aragon, you get attacked once, missed. Um, number eight is one, two, three, four, five, six, one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, is Lythene gets attacked and missed. Um, and who was the last one? Number three, Ash Louise. Uh, this is disadvantage. So five, so you get missed as well. Oof. Now, because Kor, Jackals and Aragon dashed, they make it out of the area, but they were being attacked without disadvantage. Uh, the rest of you have got one more round of movement in you. So one, two, three, four, five, six of you. Five, six. I'll shout out. Let's let's just dash for it. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Okay. So you all start sprinting, um, and let's see. Bovrin and Riddle and Ash all get attacked. Uh, first, Ash Louise. I'm class sixteen. Oh, it just hits. Oh, okay. Um, in that case, you take twenty-four psychic damage. Uh, Bovrin gets missed. And Riddle. I'm a class 17, Riddle. Uh, normally, yes, but I have mage armor. I've been doing mage armor yeah. because of the yeah. um, danger rating. Yes. <laughs> so, no. Okay, so misses. Great. Okay, and with that, you all get past the mirrored area. Um, and the, at the end of this mirror, mirrored section, um, core, your. Um, you can see that you can either go straight or you can turn right at this point. Okay, I will turn right. Okay, you turn right. Can you roll a d6 for me? Uh, two. Alright. Getting a sense that you're, you're getting tighter in. So you've turned the, turned the right corner. Uh... What I'm doing is on Sharpie, I'm accumulating a number of successes as you try to find your way deeper into this, um, into the, into the Blight Spire. Um, I'll just correct the marching order here just to get that. Okay, that's about right there now. Okay. Um, let's see, where do you find yourselves? Um, you come to a large, uh, a cavernous hall, although it seems quite unstable. There's pits and rocky debris in this area. Large stalactites, even though there's no uh, stalagmites above. What do you want to do, Core or Sharpie? 
You both sop aside the front there. So you said large pits and stalagmites? Yes. Odd, it looks like the base of a cave. Hmm. Um, Sharpie's just going to try and find a way to go around the pits. Okay. Oh, hold on, let me just... Yeah, okay, so you, do you want to do a investigation, I guess? That would be if you're looking for a, a pathway through. It's not really tra tracking or anything. 25. Okay, having a look, you hear a bit of a crack and a rumble, and suddenly this huge block, like a large stalactite, comes sailing through the oily slick and then sla slams into the ground, breaking into many pieces. Maybe a ton of rock just landed on the ground near you. And a few moments later, another one does. It looks like there's, you know, not a continuous avalanche, but uh, a hail of boulders sailing through the ceiling into this area. All right, guys, what do we do? Pick carefully or just run through it? I know just what to do, and I will dash forward. Okay. <laughs> All right. Great. Okay, do a DC 15 uh, dexterity saving throw. You're trying to leap to avoid some any any debris that might be falling. Core. Okay. Uh, 50. Uh, okay. You um, A huge boulder does come sailing down to you. You're about to roll a one, but because you're so barbaric, you leap aside, um, it explodes behind you, and you avoid any damage and get to the end of the, ca of the cabin. Moving you on. Just turn around and wave them all forward. Yeah, it's easy. Sharpie? I'm yep. Do you want to try? Running through. Okay, do your, do your dash, do your dexterity save. 23. Okay, Sharpie's on the other end as well. Aragon, you're next in line there. I will do the exact same thing, dash on through. Okay. Go for it. Yep, you make it through as well. Jekus? Yep, dash. Okay, now you're going to have to roll for ice as well. I know ice is with you. Uh, we just don't have a token because you're... Okay, uh, DC... Uh, dexterity save? Yes. Okay. Roll for you first and then ice after, immediately after. Ooh. Okay, so you make it through. Ice gets hit by a boulder, taking... Twenty-eight damage. All right, so does ice that, is uh, gone. Does that banish ice back to the Feywild? Yep. Okay. Yep. Um, Ash Louise, you can see a depressed-looking Jakus, but he is safe on the other side. Yeah, I will dash as well. Okay, dexterity saving throw. How'd you go? Oh, two. That's a five. <laughs> Oh, five. 
Slam! 30 bludgeoning damage. That should delete any temporary hit points. Um, oh, yeah, they were gone in the first one. Yeah, okay. <laughs> might want to just check your hit points too. You might not have corrected your maximum when you went up to level 15 because um, you had a plus there. So you probably your total is higher than your maximum. It's just. Oh, yeah. yeah. Okay, but you are as safe as it gets on the other side. Uh, Bovran tries. Oh, and he gets hit. But survives it on very badly injured. Oh. Rid Riddle. He took 47 damage from that. Ow. <laughs> Riddle. 16. Happy days. Jup, 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 jup. Just like a cat. <laughs> the seeker with a natural 20 glides on through. And Lythene um, will pass also with a 12. Seems quite agile, but you would expect that elves tend to be. I think that's everyone. Time to spend a minute to heal. Yeah, if you want to do any healing, go ahead. Bovran does his own healing for a little bit. I don't know if there's anyone else. I know Ash and Jakus are looking pretty bad. Okay, first spell. Oh, why did I roll 22 d6? That's I'll just subtract the 5. That's nice. <laughs> uh, uh, okay, so that is 65 hit points to divide between us all. Okay. How, how much does Bovran need? I'll top him up. Um, Bovran's down 17. Okay. How much do you need, Jakus? I've got 48. Take as much as you want. 38. Okay. Then <laughs> I will give myself 10. What much are you down? Uh, it's okay, I can still use my healer kit on myself. Uh, Let's see. And while he's doing that um, core, there's um, uh, left or right at the end of this. It's a T-junction. Looks like one of them will probably eventually go deeper in. Do you want to go left or right? right. I'm going left. Go left. In that case, roll your D6. Did you subtract from Bovran's temp HP, by the way? He still has his blue bar. Uh, no, I didn't. <laughs> it's all good. I guess he still has it then. Yeah. Well, you can just add that 18 health onto you if you're short. Are you still, sure? Are you still down at all? I'm only down like single digit. <laughs> yeah, I'll just get that back. That's fine. And I'll. Because his temp will be gone. Perfect. Okay. 
Um, how did you go with your D6? Oh, core, is that your D6 that you rolled there? The one? one. Yep. Okay. Yep. And sorry, you were going left? Uh, yep. Okay. You're feeling good about your choices, your life choices, core. Um, you can tell you make you you can tell you're making progress. Okay, um, you come into a section. It's it's even more curved. You're in sort of like a probably three three ranks into to the city now. Um, it's it's much tighter than it was before. Let's have a look. And uh, the walls of this section, 80 foot long, have uh, shards of crystal embedded into them. They're cut into a um, variety of shapes. Core, you're at the front. And the only light source that you're seeing by, pup, is um, emanating from your mall, and the light that come, that shines off um, from your mall hits these shards, and um, is reflected, bouncing around the place, and and in some cases amplified, um, as these beams of fairly bright light still dim immediately around it, like it gets dimmed as soon as it is. As soon as the light goes out from the radiance, but um, you can tell it's like when you light a match in a in a dark room. Um, but uh, you and Sharpie need to do dexterity saving throws. You're the, you're the only two that are in this area at this time. How'd you go? It's actually, sixteen from Sharpie. Not great. Okay, sixteen's um, enough though. You jump back out of the area um, or, or not out of the area but just um, a, a ray of radiant light comes shooting towards you and you dodge to one side um, behind core <laughs> yep <laughs> as I jump out of the way as well. and you take no damage Sharpie because of your if you save a dexterity saving throw um, uncanny dodge I think it is um, how about you core what do you you got a 14 uh, 19 if I can See it oh, you can, yeah. uh, this because uh, you've got a similar. Th you're rolling advantage because of your barbarianness. Is that right? Yeah. Okay. You dodge out of the way too. Um, you didn't have an uncanny dodge though, so you're still going to cop a bit of a scorching from it, unfortunately. Um, uh, it's evasion, not uncanny dodge. If that, yes. Oh, okay. All right. And you take 18 damage. Core. Okay, by 10 points. Uh, yeah, Sharpie just jumps behind me, I suppose, and I yeah, take the full yeah, brunt of it. Sears into you. Um, and you can see, you can tell that this is going to be a continuous effect. Um, I assume you sort of jump, but this is only just as you enter the area. Um, it's yeah, 80, 80 feet around the corner. Yeah, this is, it's 80, 80 feet clear to the other side. What do you want to do from here? 
Oh, if, if it seemed to be continuing, I'd just uh, back up around the corner. Yep, as soon as you back around the corner, initially. Um, anyone else that's looking yep. um, can see that the, the beams of radiance stop. Uh, Sharpie will just try, while the light source is not present, Sharpie's going to try and just walk across, obviously okay. being where. Sharpie, you dum, 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 walk across and get to the other side. Uh, Telepathic, like, guys, doesn't seem to activate if there's no light. Just douse the light and come through. Right. <laughs> yeah. Cool. <laughs> <laughs> oh. <laughs> See if I can chuck my cloak over the mall. You can, you can, you can, yep. you can sheath your mall, and um, the light goes out when you cover it over with your cloak. Tentatively, uh, step out and see if it. Yep. No radiance comes. I'll just make my way. No radiance comes, um, and everyone can can get across following Sharpie's lead. Bravo. Sharpie, you've got your face with a left and straight at the end of this. Uh, we turned right last time, didn't we? You did. All right, so we want to turn left. Okay. Can you roll your d6? When you pick away, are we rolling a d6? Is just helping to determine whether this is the right way. Four. Um. Okay. Uh. I never like seeing threes on a D100. Yeah. The walls and floor of this next section, a 50-foot part of the maze, are made up of the bones of various creatures all meshed together to form a path. How macabre. That's part of the course. Just drawing your attention to this sort of section where you are now. Um, so what do you want to do, Cole? You're up the front there. 50 so, foot... Could you uh, say that again? A 50 foot section... I like the description. A 50 foot section mm -hmm. of bones, effectively. And that's made the gr that's what the ground is made up of. Or yes, like, like a pathway. Yeah. Ten, twenty, thirty, forty, fifty. Before I would move forward, I'll try a bolstering magic. Okay. Oops. I keep drawing squares. What's bolstering magic going to do? Or, or sorry, uh, a magic awareness even. Okay. Magic awareness. Uh, As an action, you open your awareness to the presence of concentrated magic and indeed the entire section of bones on the floor is um, radiating both conjuration summoning and necromantic magic.
Right. I'll say that to Sharpie, and I imagine that's going to summon some sort of skeletons, then. Hmm. Does seem reasonable. I'll put it sort of. How long have we have we been walking around this place? Oh, less than twenty minutes. So Sharpie's still invisible. Uh, Sharpie's going to yep. pick his way through that bones, try not to activate anything. Okay. And is everyone else uh, observing or not observing Sharpie? Uh, yeah, observing Sharpie. He's invisible. That's why why I mentioned it. Oh yes, sorry. <laughs> uh, I can observe him with my see uh, invisibility. Is that a spell you're going to need to cast, Aragon? Yes. Okay. That is a spell. Okay. So if you cast that, you can relay to the party what you see. Um, and you see Sharpie picking his way through the bones. Can you do a stealth for me, Sharpie? Thirty-one. Okay, Sharpie gets the other end of the bones and finds himself um, at a at a at a junction where he could go straight ahead or or turn off to one side. Any triggers or anything on the way that arcane runes? No, nothing that you could that that you could tell. All right. Good luck, guys. I'll step up and take the same route that Sharpie took, okay. trying to trying to uh, go as quietly possible as I can. Okay. When you get to that square there, the bones beneath you burst out of the ground. Um, first thing you need to do at that point is do a DC dexterity saving throw. Call it out once you got it. Eighteen. Okay. Well, you managed to jump to one side, and um, it, there was a chance of you being um, this is not a giant-sized skeleton, but uh, you, you're not knocked prone as the bones erupt out of the out of the ground. Um, and it looks like they are about to aggress you, Aragon. Okay. I'm going to call, I'm going to open the initiative and clear out what we've got here. Remove all turns. Uh, everyone can throw themselves in there if, you, if they want. Sorting descending. We've got Sharpie. Oh, Sharpie. No, no Ash Louise. 
And I can't see Lythene anywhere. I think I might have dropped him off. you're on a 16 so I'll just move you up proper oh okay. I'm not in uh, initiative yet okay. yep go for it Jekos um, um... okay um Sharpie you're first what do you want to do oh really oh wow okay um I'm going to try and fireball but I don't think I can without hitting Aragon so Sharpie is going to throw a psychic dagger at the one facing Aragon on my side. Okay. And then hide. Roll to hit. Uh, does 19 hit. Um, 19 hits. 24 damage. And 24 also on stealth. Okay. Ash Louise. Uh, sick. Ooh. Are they the same type of frost giant skeletons as we fought in the north? Uh, much the same, yeah. Oh, uh, I will drop a. Guardian of Faith on Aragon, like next to Aragon. Okay. Um, Guardian. So it's the immobile, like AOE, basically. Yeah, yeah. Got it. It's a 10 foot radius. And does damage on their turn. There it is. Damage to anyone in the ten foot radius, or not counting ten, Aragon? Uh, not counting him. Like ten foot from the thing. Yeah. Sure. Okay. You cast the Guardian of Faith. Now, what's it going to do? When? It it will damage them on their turn oh, when they their, start. It's their yeah. turn now, and then it. Okay. It's only in the space of one of them. No, no, no. It's any. It's a space that's within ten feet of the guardian. Oh, I see. So yeah, he he has like a little range. You know, he has this big sword, and he will just swing it around. Oh, I see. So is it a medium, uh, is it a medium sized creature? He is large, actually, but he is. Uh, I think in, he occupies space, but he is indistinct and intangible. Also. Okay, got it. What I'm going to do is put a ten foot aura around this large creature make it obvious great so you can see okay. so and when they, it does, how much damage does it take do they take they must make a 8 dc 18 deck save or take 20 radiant or half wow okay both of them fail splendid there's 20 each <laughs> nice okay 
Um, and then they activate. And Aragon. Um, I'm class 26. Hit. I'm class 23. Hit. I'm class 25. Also a hit. Uh, 45 slashing damage. How are you going? The other one to your left hit some class 17. Miss. Another big swing. I'm a class 10. Miss. I'm class 19. Also, miss. All right. Wow. And this one. One of those frost skeletons is the better than the other. Yes. Walks, <laughs> walks over this way. And starts looking around, waving its scimitar around. Um, Sharpie, you're safe. Aragon. Right, I'm going to attack this beastie because he's currently the one I'm facing. Okay. And he's the one that missed you. And he's damaged pretty badly. Does a 15 hit? Uh, 15 misses. Twenty-five will okay. hit. You got your eye in there now because you definitely found a gap in the armor and smash. I'm also adding. I'm also adding a divine smite to this. Nice one. It's definitely undead. So add your extra d8. And it's um this this thing's got armor made of bones. So as it stands up, it's it's like a giant skeleton, but um it's got bones hanging all over it. You're trying to crunch through the bones to get to the the animated thing. How much for damage? a total of 39. Well, wow. All right, this thing's on its last legs. Well, pretty badly injured. Not quite last legs yet. Is that you done, Aragon? That is me done. Jakus? Um, okay, I'm going to move here and attack the skeleton in front. Okay. So you move into the, into the corridor or into the bones. No more giants pop up when you do. Okay. Um, miss of smiting, first attack. 20, does a 20 hit? 20 hits. I'm going to add a trip attack and a level 1 divine smite. Okay. Uh, so DC 18 strength save. Files that, so it's knocked over. Um, and I think I do double damage for my bludgeoning. You right? do. So it's uh, the twenty-four becomes forty-eight. Um, oh, no, no. Uh, the bludgeoning would be just twelve. Nine plus the uh, the other parts of it are radiant. Oh, I see. So you've got nine bludgeoning and twenty-four radiant. Yeah. Okay. So it will be eighteen plus twenty-four, so forty-two. Minus 42 for one strike. Okay, cool. And then second. With advantage. Attack. With advantage. With advantage. Yep. 19. 19 hits. All right. This is just uh, 
29 damage. Okay, it's bludgeoning as well. Yep. Oh, that's the total. Yeah. Okay. Uh, I doubled the bludgeoning on Yeah, that there, that's fine. Alright, uh, and then bonus action, trauma. Okay, trauma comes in. Crunch. Oh, not, not <laughs> 20. Alright, double the dice. Yeah. Yep, I'm gonna add uh, Divine Smite again. Okay. So it would be the bludgeoning is 17 times 2, so 34 <laughs> plus 16 plus 69 damage. 69 damage with that one hit. Okay, that creature is now completely destroyed and a pile of bones on the ground. <laughs> oh, yeah, that's my thing. That's a nice amount of damage. It is. Jackals unleashes with his bludgeoning onto skeletons. That's what they're made for. Um, Core, you also happen to have a bludgeoning weapon, I believe. It's your turn. Okay. You dash down the corridor, the 25 feet. Just dashing down the corridor, and I'm going to, while sprinting, recklessly attack <laughs> as I bonus action rage with my Oatbinder. Oh, Which one. I believe also does more against uh, undead or fiends. It like. does. Um, I think it does an extra 2d6 against undead. Yep. I will go ahead and attack twice with it. Okay, roll the first one. Uh, 21 and an 18 to hit. Okay, the 21 hits. For 11 rage and radiant damage and 14 bludgeoning, so 28. 28. Okay, it is still standing. Just. Okay, and the 18 was to hit with the second one. Okay, that hits as well. You finish it with the second uh, blow. It had one hit point. Yes. And that was 25 feet to there. I will continue rushing forward, raging recklessly. Okay, awesome. <laughs> uh, riddle. Can I. Have I got straight line to the other one? Vision-wise? Uh, yes, because uh, the top half of it is well above everybody. Okay. And I'm assuming it's within 240 feet. It is. So I'm going to let rip with some Eldritch Blast. Okay. <laughs> uh, 21 hits. 21 hits. Do you want to just roll the... Uh, oh, yeah, that's okay. Okay, so it's 8. Uh... I'll roll the next to hit first quickly. Okay. 22. Yep, that hits as well. Another 8. Uh, Another uh, 11. Is this, I'm assuming it's still upright? It's still upright. So I'm going to use a bonus action and do it again. Alright, do his bonus action. Three more come sailing in. It's 16, 26, 27 so far. Yep. Hit, hit, and... Three. Hit! Boom, 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 boom. Man, imagine if you had that. What's the one that pushes them back? You would have done that six times. Oh. Two. So that's a total of an extra... Is that 32 damage by my maths? All right. So done about 60 damage. 
You don't have the Eldritch Invocation that adds your Charisma bonus, do you? That's with it. Oh, you, you get that? Have you got the yeah. Invocation? Right, okay. Yeah. Because that effectively multiplies six times on that on that turn. Okay, mm. awesome. Okay. okay, so it's about... You, you knock it all the way down to sort of half, but it's, it's still there. Uh, okay, you're probably wondering why it just cut out complete mid-battle. Um... Without any warning, my own power went out in the house. So lost the computer, obviously, and the internet connection and the camera and lights and so on. And it wasn't until 10 minutes later that I was able to get back into Discord, at least. Um, and uh, by, t by that time, we'd already been going three and a half hours. So between myself and the rest of the group, we decided to call it at that point. Um, as far as the battle's going mid well, it was towards the end of the battle with the skeletons, and to be fair, we had a paladin and a, a barbarian on fire, all specialised in bludgeoning weapons and doing double damage for whatever they did to the skeletons. So it was only a, probably a round away in any case. So where we're going to leave it there for this session is uh, at the end, we're going to just assume that they've trounced them and gotten to the end of that corridor and finished um, with three steps in or 60% in towards the um, the centre of the of the city and Blightspire, where supposedly uh, Shavalak the Corruptor resides. So we'll pick it up at that point in a fortnight's time. So I thought I'd just take this on to the end to explain why it just gone. All right, so hopefully see you all in a fortnight. <laughs>